to another episode of Oddest is Hottest, and this is not the last episode of the year, but the next one is on Christmas, so it's going to be a Christmas episode. So for <laughs> the sake- special. Yeah, exactly. For the sake of wrapping up kind of our year in a little bow tie, I know we just started this in May, so it wasn't quite a full run exactly. You know, I know that, you know, we just found out about, well, not just found out about Omicron. Omicron? The, the COVID variant. The unicorn one. <laughs> The what? I call it the unicorn one. The unicorn variant? Yeah. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, it's not as pretty or cool. Yeah. But it also doesn't so far, tell me if I'm wrong here, but I haven't heard much about it, but it doesn't seem to be as lethal, I've been hearing. Yeah. So Fauci came out actually, I think literally today when we're the day of recording this and said that it is not as concerning as Delta. And we've been dealing with Delta for months now. So mm-hmm. You know, it does slightly evade the Pfizer protection from the vaccine a little bit more, but I think Pfizer's working on a booster for that. And I also heard that Moderna was working on a booster for Omicron. So I feel like because this is basically how viruses have to go because, you know, they can't always kill the whole population or they won't live. So I feel like it's probably going to be like the next common cold or the next flu shot. Every year we have to get our COVID shot as well. Yeah, I was talking to my boss about that actually recently. And he was kind of like, when is this going to end? Like, when do we just go back to like living? And I was like, I mean, I think a lot of people have just gone kind of back to to living. And I was like, I kind of am on the fence about that. Like, I am I have the Moderna vaccine and I have had my booster and everything. But the, the thing is with COVID that scares me is like, when I get the flu, I know that I'm going to be sick for like four to maybe seven-ish days, and then it's going to be gone. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying you can't have long-term flu symptoms or consequences, but it's pretty rare. But That's, long COVID. But long COVID, exactly. like Terrible. People are getting on disability for it. Yes. There's uh, kidney function issues or full kidney shutdown, dialysis. There's long-term lung complications, lung transplants. Or just the thing, it starts with a P, and I, I don't remember it off the top of my head, but, like, where you get back your taste and smell, but everything tastes like fucking sewage. That's oh, that's gross. Yeah. One of my friends is kind of dealing with that right now. And it's also, like, I guess trigger warning real quick, but it's also caused people to have, like, basically unintentional anorexia because they're not eating anything. When everything tastes like garbage and sewage. Yeah, like, I wouldn't eat. You don't want, yeah, you just kind of find the thing that tastes the best of the worst and you don't eat. So you're malnourished. Like, and that's just the the few things that I've mentioned off the top of my head, like the neurological symptoms. I work in eye care and we're also seeing eye issues, vision problems, retinal problems that we're not sure doctors don't know how to handle it because there's not studies. There's not, you know, a particular course of treatment there's not you know so really yeah there's it, it's really hard like what are, what are we supposed to do when we have pa- patients coming in saying that since covid they haven't been able to see and we can't you know correct their vision and we don't know why but we do know it's related to covid you know so which is why that this is just terrifying like my husband has a brother who has gotten the covid test like three times and he talks about how uncomfortable it is you know shoving it all the way up in your brain and then you talk about this long covid stuff and it's like i would much rather get the shot get a little jab in my arm versus all of this bullshit 
Right. Exactly. And what's so, and the thing is like, like again with the flu, we get flu shots every year. Like, and, and yeah, like they're like, well, this, we think this is going to be the most, you know, common flu variant this year. So this is the, you're getting flu B this year or whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so COVID will probably be similar, but the thing is like, we'll know more about it at a certain point, but we're not there yet. So mm-hmm. yeah, shoot me up as many, like if every two months or whatever, Moderna comes out with a variant booster, I'll fucking be in line getting it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I will fully admit that I was definitely on the fence for getting it. And honestly, I am a little bit now, like I, I do somewhat agree that it is really fast and do I really want to put that in my body but at the same time once again like knowing we know what COVID does we know what long COVID is doing I would much rather try to take the chance than deal with you know kidney problems for the rest of my life right and like the thing is too there are scientists like if you and the thing is the knowledge is so accessible if you actually everyone's like do your own research well if you actually look into the research these sound mm-hmm. research scientists make themselves very available on social media and you can read their credentials and they break down the studies for you i mean you can fucking get on tiktok and listen to people that study covid every single day and they'll tell you they're like okay so you think the vaccine came out fast well let's talk about that mRNA, for example, which is in Pfizer and Moderna, has been around for decades, and we just figured out how to engineer it for COVID. So this isn't new technology that we're using. We just had to basically engineer it for this virus, and that was it, and it came out, you know, and so we also have never, we've used these emergency authorizations before, and when Mm -hmm. you have the entire world, and we've talked about this before, when you have the entire world world funneling in all of their money into one project and the most brilliant minds in Mm -hmm. science doing it yeah they're gonna fucking come up with something and when you also have the world's elite taking it the second they can you know that it's fine you know what i mean right yeah if it wasn't safe they would have had all of the poorest people mandated to get it and killed us all off first you know right they would have started out in prisons and yeah exactly they wouldn't have taken it yeah reservations which were one of the last people to ever get it right exactly so you know if that makes you feel any better and i just you know i will continue to you know, encourage people because the way that these viruses mutate is they thrive in unvaccinated communities Mm -hmm. and countries because they can, they're hotbeds. So what better place to breed basically, you know? And so I'm, I, I think that will probably be in this for another two or three years, which, Oh yeah, absolutely. You know what? That sucks. Cause Right before COVID started in December of 2019, you turned 30. And that was kind of our last thing that we got to do was go out for your birthday. And I'm pretty sure I got COVID while we were gone. Yeah. And before it was, so I'm going to tell a little story real quick. This may be a longer episode because we're just kind of rambling about whatever we want, but this is like our variety show podcast. (laughs) So we went out for your birthday. We went to a beach in Texas. And the night before we left, I kind of mentioned, I have a little bit of a sore throat. I'm going to go to bed because I didn't really feel that good. 
the next day I woke up and I was like, okay, I am sick. Like I feel yeah, that really bad. Fast. It was so fast. I felt so fucking terrible. Like to the point where one of my other friends thought I was mad. Like, mm-hmm. and I was like, no, no, I just felt like death. Like I felt so bad. I was sick from the last week of December, 2019 to the shutdown of March, 2020. Yeah, you were sick forever. I remember you coming in to the office over and over going, they don't know what it is. Like literally crying in the office because they don't know what it is. And I came to work because I couldn't not work for months. And I kept getting flu tests and Mm -hmm. pneumonia tests because I was coughing and they, they couldn't figure out where the cough was coming from. And so they gave me like promethazine, you know, syrup and that shit. And that didn't help. And I was taking NyQuil and all the cold medicine didn't help. And I, at one point, got like 103.7 degree fever or something. All I could do was take a bath. And at one point, my husband, like, I was literally hanging out of the bath, like, asking him to, like, carry, like, help me get to bed. Uh, Mm -hmm. It was so bad. And, yeah, I came into the office a couple times and just sat at my desk. And it was all I could do to hold my body up and just cried we shared an office at one point and just I just cried to Kristen I was like I don't know what's wrong with me they can't figure it out at like what point do I just go to the hospital and stay there you know yeah like you you are the reason I got the COVID vaccine period and discussion because I saw everything you went through and I refuse yeah it, it was really terrible and I was probably I'm not gonna say a more mild case because I truly like think that you know it was just I was just sick for months like do I have long-term damage? I don't know. I've never really gotten my lungs looked at. Like, true, I don't know. I can right. exercise and stuff now. Like, I have a personal trainer, and I don't see that that has really affected me. But the scary thing is, like, I don't fucking go to the doctor if I don't need to and just get everything. Like, I've never had a full scan because United States Healthcare, I'm not going to pay <laughs> $5,000 to do that, right? Right. But I kept – you know, like I said, getting those flu tests and they kept saying it's negative. You just have some virus. You're just going to have to wait it out. It's just a virus. It's just a virus. So flash forward to August of 2020, I had a telehealth appointment with my PCP to just renew my antidepressants. And I I, I was like, did I have COVID? <laughs> like before we knew about COVID. And she was like, it was in the United States at that point. We just didn't know what it was. So yeah, probably. Because they even did x-rays of my lungs looking for pneumonia, and they yeah. didn't find pneumonia. They That's threw, fucking terrifying. They threw antibiotics at me. They threw antivirals at me and nothing. Um, so, you know, I can't say for sure that I had COVID, but I've never been that fucking sick in my life. And it lasted four months. Yes. Of which not is breathing and coughing. basically and, what everyone says. Yeah. So, and I was 27. I mean, I was, I mean, I'm still young. I'm 29, but you know, 26 or 27, like I was young, you know, yeah, like, like still prime health. Yeah, that's exactly. That's probably why you survived it because you were so sick. I don't have any underlying conditions. Like, I, yeah, and it was, I got to the point where I was like delirious some days because I wasn't sleeping and my fever was so high. Like it, it was, it was really bad. And, you know, it's so like, there were people in my office that got sick from me and, there was mm-hmm. one that got really sick. She was out for two weeks. Like, so yeah. And she was 24. So mm-hmm. for people to get that sick and that young. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, from my experience, just on the assumption that I had COVID, 
yes, absolutely. I do never want to go through that again. And that's why I'm like, fucking shoot me up. Like, <laughs> you know, and yeah. that was like the last thing we got to do. And like the point I was getting to was like, it kind of sucks knowing that this is lasting for so long. One, I never want to get it again. Two, I would never want long COVID. Three, like I'm going to turn 30 next November. And my husband and I have been like, keep like wanting to plan this trip to Europe and like do these things. And like, you know, we want to do this big 30th thing. And, and it's just kind of like, when does this get to pick back up? You know what I when mean? When does the future get to be the future again? Yeah. yeah. Like my husband and I have planned that, like thinking of the same thing. We got married this summer. So during COVID still, and we have yet to go on a honeymoon. I'm, just to let you guys know, exciting news, but I'm pregnant now. Oh my god, you said it! <laughs> I said it. And I'm due in June, and I would love to do, you know, we didn't get to do a honeymoon, I'd love to do like a baby moon before the baby gets here and we can't go anywhere. That's not going to happen because of COVID. And right. so my husband and I are now sitting here going, okay, well, we at least need to do something cool in our house. Like we need to get a projector or a movie room or a game room or something going on because we're not going to be able to leave for a long time. Right. That's kind of why when we bought our house in January of 2021, we spent a lot of the like equity money on like putting a projector in our basement and things like that, because you kind of have to make your house your everything right now, your sanctuary, yes. your entertainment, your work, your restaurant, for lots of people. your work. Yeah. Your office. And a lot of people. And I think that I don't really like this phrase, but I think that it's I'll give it some validity, like stop living in fear and just live your life. We kind of have to at some I will, point. Yeah, I will concede. Like it's been a long time, you know, in just a few months, it'll be two years of this. And I know that we our lives are short, but I don't want to make it shorter <laughs> by getting <laughs> COVID or like I can't imagine like my me and my husband getting it and then like losing my husband and having to live the rest of my life without yeah, him no. like or a friend or like my mother or something like that like that scares me more than losing a few years of trips and concerts and whatever you know what I mean yeah and there are a few things that I've done like I've gone to a few movies since COVID not very many I think maybe two you know mm -hmm. and maybe I'll do something like that every now and then but then like I'll walk in somewhere and I'll think that it's not going to be that crowded then it's crowded and then I'm like nope 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 you know like yes my I, I won't even say agoraphobia because I'll still go out but yes going my husband and I had planned on going to see Gabriel Iglesias at the World Arena I had actually bought the tickets like a year ago and I'm kind of sad to say that we ended up not using those tickets just because when it came down to that moment, he and I were both like, do we really want to go into a huge venue like that while I'm pregnant with people that probably a lot of them aren't vaccinated? Yep. No. And, you know, like there are lots of like Comic Cons, for example, or different types of cons coming back where they're like checking vaccination statuses. But there are so many like good fakes out there, too. And it's just like, yes. Working a bunch of people just got sick at a Comic Con. Yeah, and like working, especially with you know the public, the public, you know, not everyone is bad. Obviously, there are a lot of really good people. Like we're good people, and I know y'all yeah, listening are good so people. It's so hard to, to trust. Exactly, and I've seen so much shitty stuff. Like I was just telling Kristen before we started recording. Like, so I'm in management, and like 
So I take care of like all the customer service complaints. Like I get them all. And I, that used to be really difficult for me because I'm a really non-confrontational person. And I'm not saying it's not difficult for me, but especially since COVID started, it's been like my give a fuck has like gone down significantly because I have just dealt with so much. It's almost like I'm calloused now. You know what I mean? Like um, I had I feel to, like that's everybody. Like, exactly. Everybody nowadays. Yeah. And you hear that from so many like service workers and everything. Mm-hmm. Like they have just had to put up with the worst of people during this. And it's like, I don't even really want to, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't trust and it's I want to trust people but after all of this and seeing people just be so petty about a fucking mask and shit about so mean about it and like protecting other people with a piece of fucking paper like you know what I mean or fabric like I don't really trust you to be vaccinated if I just have to take your word for it like exactly I just had a patient the other day who was hounding me about my vaccine status and like I'll tell people if they ask well, he's like, are you vaccinated? Did you take the jab? And as soon as they say, did you take the jab? I know that they're anti-vax, right? Uh-huh. And I'm like, yep, as soon as it was available. And I was 1B healthcare in Colorado. So I was, I got it January, 2021. Like as soon as it was available, I went and got it. And he was like, oh man. And the funny thing was, and this isn't funny at all. My office has never lifted their mask mandate. You walk into our building, you wear a fucking mask, you, whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated. And the reason is because one, I get to call the shots. And two, <laughs> because... I, we have to take people's words for it. So if they walk in and they're like, yep, I'm vaccinated. I don't have to wear a mask. This motherfucker would have been a perfect example because he walked in without a mask and was like, ah, I'm not going to wear a mask. And we made him put one on. And then in the back, he told me he was never going to take the vaccine. So he was unvaccinated and would have just told us he was to not wear a mask. Mm -hmm. That's the shit that really like, you can't just go into a venue when they say we're checking vaccine status because they sell fake vaccine cards, even though it's illegal, like you can still get them just like you can get like in Texas, for example, you have to get your vehicle inspected every year. You can pay a mechanic 20 bucks to get you a fucking inspection card like yeah and when we were going to go to the world arena see gabriel iglesias that was part of it i was hoping that he would they would ask to see our vaccine cards and that was not the process they didn't care and i was like okay then i no, i'm sorry especially because where we live in el paso county it is very conservative (laughs) pro god and trump sometimes yeah 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 we have the lowest vaccine rate in the state based on like per capita, I think, because, you know, they're all like the little hick mountain towns and stuff. But like as far as counties go, yeah. and we counties. have a huge military population and right. sadly, veterans of the military go to the VA and they're spouting the same shit that, you know, that's how they put the, the probe in you and that's how they're tracking you is through the vaccine and it's it's so sad to see a population that you know we pay so well and take so much of our economic capital for their whole section and instead they're just going to make everybody sick yeah it's it's been rough like for like you do everything you can to protect other people and they don't you yeah know, just don't they don't care especially for veterans like isn't that your isn't that your whole mantra? Don't you, you, you put your life on the line to protect other people. 
and now you want him to get a vaccine. Like they have to get so many fucking shots. They literally yeah. stand them in a row when you're in, you know, basic or just in the military every so often. Stand them all in a row and just start shooting them up with stuff. But yeah. this is the one you're going to die for? Right. Yeah, I know that malaria one sucks too. Yeah. Yeah. Like and the military thing like has a whole other issue just yes. like the military complex in this country like they it's... just passed even more fucking money. I know. Like Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, and the, the what's so sad about it too is like I mean, if you think about it like Captain America, Marvel, that's all military propaganda. Like <laughs> Absolutely. Like no. I I don't necessarily believe in a comment that you believe in and lots of people do nowadays of like all cops are bastards like that's i believe that there are some good cops in there but that whole the propaganda thing really just turns you away from it also of police and military i believe individuals can be good people it's just like as a a system you as a cop see everything bad that's happening and if you don't put down the badge you are you're just supporting it you know right especially since that's like your job yeah, that's basically a cab. You know what I mean? Like I get it. I get yeah. it. It just everything is so divisive right now. Everything is and it's yeah. so hostile yeah. on both sides of it that, you know, all cops are bastards sounds so harsh. And it is. And I, yeah. I get why it is, but damn. No, yeah, I totally I'm just so it's like I'm I, I'm it's the entire just American system, like with cops being built on the slave trade and everything, mm-hmm. like just tear Absolutely. it all down, you know, like that's everything though. That, that's capitalism. We are so, oh, exactly. so much it. bureaucracy. You can't even run properly anymore. No. All of our senators are so fucking corrupt and you can't ever vote them out because they make sure of it. It's like, we need to start from scratch. We need to start fucking from scratch right now. We, there are so many bills and so many addendums and so like, you have no idea what's going on anymore. You know, who's running for, I think it was Senate in Pennsylvania. Who? Dr. Fucking Oz. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Okay, like, I mean, more TV personalities, I guess, right? We had one as the president. king of misinformation and disinformation, <laughs> fucking, and making housewives hate their bodies and telling them if they only eat 400 calories a day, they'll lose weight, and the, this detox secret, blah, 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 running for Senate. Super. I was like, that's exactly what we fucking need. Yep. This, this country is, like... I'm embarrassed. I am embarrassed yeah. to admit that I'm an American because who that's, I would never say that overseas. I'd be like, I'm Canadian. I swear to God. <laughs> well, it's like, we're a spectacle and listen, you can, to be totally. And there's this whole thing about like, if you hate the United States, then why don't you just fucking leave? You can want better for your country. Yes. And absolutely. you should like, just, I, because- I am a patriot. Like I'm yeah. not these fucking, I'm a patriot Trumper. No, 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 no. I care about this fucking country. I am fascinated with the revolutionary war. My family's from Boston. I'm fucking here. Yeah. But how am I supposed to fix it? Right. Exactly. I mean, it's like, I mean, as a, as a mentality, the good thing is we are starting to see some small shifts. Like we were talking about the employee shift that we're kind of seeing right now. I think that's going to go Kellogg's what today firing all their people and hiring on new. Yeah. Yeah. Capitalism, man. I was hoping that was going to go in the way that 
Nabisco did, mm-hmm. but no, it did not. So yeah, I gotta find got... new cereal. <laughs> right? Oh my yeah. god, I love my Rice Krispies, but and now we have Starbucks trying to figure shit out, and it's like great. I wonder how that's gonna go. Yeah, I actually skipped Starbucks this morning for a local place, and I know that's very privileged, and not everyone can do that. Yeah. Not everyone can do Starbucks either, but also yeah, yeah, because they're both expensive. But I was like, nah, fuck that. I'm not going to Starbucks today. I'm mad at y'all, like. Because I also found out something about Starbucks where they, a couple years ago, posted, like, we sent, like, 20,000 bags of coffee to the troops. No, they fucking didn't. Employees get a bag of coffee per month or something. All those bags were donated by their employees. They gave up their stipend of coffee and sent them to the troops. The employees did that. That's what that was. Okay. And then Starbucks said, we donated, blah, blah, blah. No, that was the employees that did that. Not Starbucks. They They didn't donate shit. So that's just, I'm they don't so disgusted. Benefit. I'm so disgusted with this country. Well, we're in late stage capitalism or in stage capitalism, mm-hmm. according to a lot of economists. Like, this is not sustainable, you no. know? So that's good and scary because a lot of us, like, we have to be a cog in capitalism. Like, we live in a capitalist society, right? So you can't yeah. just opt out and like I was reading this thing the other day and it was like what's really sad in this country is you should not have to think of your hobbies as a hustle like once you get good Mm -hmm. at a hobby a lot of people are like oh I could sell this on Etsy you shouldn't have to think like that you should just be able to enjoy a hobby because it brings you joy not because it can make you money potentially but a lot of us do that yeah I love editing I edit like my husband plays video games and I'll record them and edit them into like movies and I edit our podcast. I'm now thinking of like selling my services on Fiverr or something. Exactly. Like how can I turn what I love into money? Because that's capitalism. Capitalism. We have been, we have been indoctrinated since we were children to be basically little toy soldiers. Well, yeah. I mean, even down to getting an allowance, like you do your chores, you get money. Literally. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, I know some of that is teaching money management, but I know, like, I was never taught money management when I was a kid. It was get a chore, get five bucks. It wasn't like, this is how you budget your money. Yeah, it wasn't put it in the bank. No. It was, let's go get candy. Right. Let's go get a toy. Like, even think about, like, when you're a child, you're taught, like, all this standardized testing that we have to get into college. Like, as a standardized testing for us when I was in Texas started in second or third grade to mm-hmm. prepare us for college to get a job like yeah just teaching you how to take tests which is the biggest bullshit ever yeah it doesn't teach you how to live life the education system in the united states is only there to get you to work yep and i mean it took months of our lives every single year to do that and then when it wasn't doing that it was teaching us the same thing in history or science or math over and over and over again memorization skills exactly It's not actually teaching you. And that's why, like, this is a whole other soapbox of mine, and it always has been and always will be, of college is bullshit. You Don't go to university. Don't go to college. Like, I get that people have to, and I totally understand why, and I went, and now I have tons of debt that I will never be able to pay back. But don't go. Like, university started out as a way for people to gain broader knowledge on something. Now, university is just a way to get a job. And it's not even necessarily a helpful way to get a job. Yeah, especially depending on what you want to go into. Exactly. Like, sure, if you want to be an engineer, you got to go to college. If you 
want to be, you know, there are jobs where you have to go to college, but I dropped out and like, I'm probably making the same amount of money now that like I wanted to be a teacher for a while and I'm making the same amount of money that, you know, a teacher would probably make for Correct. a while. <laughs> like, and they, they just want your money. Like my husband is one of the smartest people I've ever met, you know, in high school, he's taking calculus and trigonometry and they started him in college at algebra one because they wanted his money. Like that's literally all it is. They wanted him to have to take all of those math classes to get back up to quote unquote speed. Right. And like there are like classes that you have to take when you enter university, like how to study. Like that's bullshit. Yes, exactly. They like, just sure. want your money. If I had a kid, I'd be like college is an option. Trade school is an option. No college is an option. Like I have a friend who is a tattoo artist and her kiddo has not known what they won't have wanted to do for a while. And they are a junior in high school and they are just not thriving in school. They're really smart, but they just hate it so much. Like it is just because of the, what they teach. Mm-hmm. It's not that they're not smart. And then their kid just finally came out and said, mom, I want to be a tattoo artist like you because they've always loved art. They just didn't know what medium of mm-hmm. art. And they want to drop out of high school. And, like, my friend is, like, really encouraging them not to. Because, like, finishing high school is still a good thing to have. Yeah, I would say at least finish your high school. But, like, my friend is like, okay. Because her kid still wants to get their GED just at their own pace. And then immediately go into an apprenticeship with their mom. And it's like, it's hard to to argue that when you know what you want to do. You have someone to teach you. And you can make fucking good money. And you can just go get a GED. Like when you're miserable. And they're not teaching you anything. Like okay. You know it's hard. I to- mean that's fair. But I've also heard that GEDs are like harder to get. Than just a high school diploma. Yeah. And I mean. You know she's encouraging her kid to keep doing it. But she's also not the type of parent. To like really come down. You know. Mm-hmm. So I like, I don't know about the whole, like I, you probably have to finish high school, but like the college thing, like you said, I will totally tell my kids, you can stay in the basement. Like you do not have to go to college. I will be here for you. Maybe get a job to pay for any like hobbies and stuff you want to do, but stay in the basement. Also having kids get job when they're like 15, 16. Fuck that shit. No, I won't do that. I don't want my kids to have to work. You have to work your whole fucking life. I'm not going to take your teenage years from you. There are other ways to teach work ethic and money management than a 14-year-old or 15-year-old getting a job. Also, I hate the whole work ethic conversation. I'm not saying people shouldn't have a sense of work ethic, but you also shouldn't sell your soul for work. Uh Uh-huh. Absolutely. Like that's always the thing that, you know, my family always talked about is amazing work ethic. And I was always so proud of my work ethic and my loyalty to my employer. And now I'm sitting here going, I don't want to waste my whole life giving you my whole life. Absolutely not. I was talking to a friend. So (laughs) last night I had, and I'm fine, by the way, just to preface this by saying, (laughs) I'm fine. I don't have a problem. Trust me. Like my family has problems with this and that's the reason I won't. I have problems with other shit. Okay. (laughs) But last night I came home 
One of my favorite seasonal drinks is out, and it's cranberry sprite. Okay, it's fucking bomb. <gasps> cranberry sprite and vodka. Mm. Yes, that's what I had last night. Okay. Yes, so I had. Good. I've really been having a hard time at work lately, and I was like, you know what? I know it's only Tuesday night. I'm gonna have fucking just just a glass of cranberry sprite and vodka because I fucking earned it, right? I ended up having you're two. An adult, right? Yeah. Exactly. I've ended up having, but if you tell people you drink on weeknights because you're stressed out, they usually just assume you're an alcoholic. <laughs> okay, but it's not like you drink every single weeknight. Like, that's different. I literally maybe drink, like, in an entire year, maybe 12 to 15 times a year. So. Right. Anyways, that's beside the point. I fucking drank two vodkas, and then I opened my laptop and worked until 930. Did you seriously? Yeah, I fucking seriously did. And then I was texting my one of my friends, you know, and then because I had been so stressed out and I hadn't gotten a lot done. And I was like, I'm just going to like slam through my task list here and get a lot of stuff done. So that way when I go to work tomorrow, I won't be as behind. Like, and then I was like, I was talking to my friend. I was like, what is the fucking point? Like, you know, because I had been drinking and I was working at like 930. And mm-hmm. he was like, I mean, you know, you do like, I was like, I'll work, no play, you know, like the shining or whatever. And he's like, no, you do get some play. And I'm like, fucking win, literally win one week a year in the United States, maybe right. two if you're lucky. Right. And then when you do go, everyone's like, oh my God, you can't leave. Like what? That is not right. play. No, literally two weeks a year is my PTO. That's what I get. Yes. And, and that's pretty standard. If you have a baby, well, that fucking sucks for you. You should probably use those two weeks if you have them. Everything else is unpaid. Correct. Well, and thank you for putting another cog in our capitalistic machine, but uh, we need you back at work. Right. Exactly. So that that's literally feels so pointless to me. And I got all up in my, I was like doing work. And did I need to do work at 930? No. But like, I knew that like, I was going to be really stressed out at work and it was kind of snowballing. So I'm kind of like, part of me is like glad I did it. But then the other part of me was like, you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. Like you got it done and you feel better about that. But then at the same time, you use some of your only free time that you get, which is what maybe two days on the weekend, maybe, and four hours at night to see your husband, hang out with your friends, eat dinner, go to sleep, to work. Exactly. Exactly. It's bullshit. It's absolutely bullshit. That's honestly that's the the conclusion that I came to before I started before I looked into a new career and now I can work from home because I was absolutely done. Like I don't know if I've talked on here about my cat Jumby and he was basically my son. Like my husband and I before now didn't have kids. We had cats and he was so close to me. He was my son and He had a kidney problem and for years I couldn't, I had to pay his medical bills so I couldn't stay home with him, but that's all I wanted to do. Like, what, don't you want to stay home with your sick baby, your sick son? And he died and I couldn't, I could barely be there for him. And afterwards I was like, not again, I won't. I have new cats and now I have a baby on the way and I want to be there. Yeah, absolutely. And I was thinking the other day, like, Actually, maybe this morning or, like, yesterday morning, I was like, what would I do if I had a kid? Mm -hmm. That's not really in my plan, but, like, would I I work? Would I not work? Like, I, I don't even know how my life would look, you know? 
I, I'm still in my first term. I'm still in my first term. And I literally don't know how women work while pregnant. I'm so tired all the time. I never feel good. I, like, spend half the day running back and forth to the bathroom to pee or something. I literally don't know how they do it. Yeah, like, I I watched this girl on TikTok, and she immigrated to Germany. And she does this series about, like, she was she was just recently gave birth and she was like my pregnancy experience in America versus in Germany and it is eye opening and devastating the difference I think she paid fifty bucks for her delivery her her or, and her pregnancy the entire thing I'm terrified like my husband makes good money but he still doesn't make enough good money like after I have the baby. It will have to be on insurance and in the in our country it goes by the persons who person the oldest person basically connor is like three months older than me so it'll go on his insurance his insurance is five hundred dollars a month for it would be for me that's why i have my own my own separate insurance because his stuff is so expensive but now the baby will have to go on it so for an infant for this tiny little thing we're paying 500 extra dollars a month. Just to let you know, any spare cash we have that goes into our home right now that, that we can do extra things with, $1,000. So just cut it in half. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is absolutely ridiculous. And that's with my husband making good money and having a good job. I can't imagine how people do it without. Yeah, because to get government insurance, you have to be a certain amount below the poverty line, not even on the poverty line. Correct. I could do it. This is, this is the saddest, most disgusting stuff. Basically I could, I could figure it out. I could get us on Medicaid, but I'd have to divorce my husband. So you, we live in a country that, you know, doesn't want babies out of wedlock and we want all babies born and all of that, but we have no process to ever actually help them. Well, yeah, they're freaking out because there's not, there are no babies being born. It's because people can't afford them. Literally, that's my husband and I have been struggling with this house right now. Our, our water heater just went out and, you know, you fall, in, you fall into a little bit of a depression and you feel like the universe is coming at you with, with bad luck. And he and I said the same thing. It's like, yeah, and people wonder why, why millennials aren't buying houses. Well, there you go. We just bought a house. Our water heater goes out. We can't afford anything. Why are millennials not having babies? Well, we just bought a house. Our water heater goes out. We can't afford anything. Like, that's why. Right. My husband and I bought a house in January and, you know, we were also talking before this and it's like every single thing that could go wrong when we bought it did. Like we also had a water heater issue and our dog needed surgery and my husband's car went out. So we had to go buy a new car. And it's like, how do you just continue? Like, how do you, I don't even know, like we would figure it out, but like, I'm like, I don't like adding another life into this. You know, it's like, fuck dude that's a lot of money <laughs> you know yeah connor has like done a lot of research and calculated and he's basically saying that to have a baby it basically will cost us an extra thousand dollars a month well i just told you guys that's all we have a month that's all the padding we have yeah. and now their insurance is going to take half of that so am i even going to be able to feed my child am i going to be able to clothe it are we going to be able to do any of the fun things of having a baby do we just live in this big, beautiful house and we can't furnish it? Like, 
these are the the questions for millennials why they don't move forward because they can't afford to. Right. You try and then everything kind of falls apart. You know, you think you're doing what's best for your new family and everything. And then one thing after another, you know? Yeah. Like I thought I picked out my insurance perfectly for having a baby and I maybe filed two claims. Like it, it didn't even cover my deductible. It was $2,000 deductible for 2021 now we're going into 2022 and my deductible is going up $500 it's like I couldn't afford like I was not going to ever get the deductible at two grand let alone 2500 why is it going up you are now (laughs) (laughs) yeah but you know that's an extra $500 that would have been great not to pay the hospital right absolutely yep like I don't, I don't understand how people are so like the right is so against universal healthcare because you realize that's just what we're doing with these private insurance companies. You give them your money. They put it into a big fucking pot metaphorically of your premiums. And then somebody Mm -hmm. gets sick. Where do you think the money comes from that pays for them? Exactly. The big fucking pot. And then everything else from that pot goes to pay the CEO. Exactly. You could just do that, but on a government level when you don't have to pay these big fucking premiums and you just pay your taxes. Exactly. And on top of that, we allow these <laughs> these fucking – oh, God, I'm, I'm mad now. I get super mad about insurance. I don't understand why this is constantly my career is dealing with them. But on top of that, we allow insurance companies to be a part of the stock market. So they're doubling down on their money. Exactly. Like we're – Universal healthcare is essentially what we're doing, but we're privatizing it, making it unattainable, and then just giving it to the bad guy. Just do that, yes. but like make it universal and accessible. Yeah, but they won't allow us to because of lobbyists, which I think right. is the most evil. I don't understand how it can be legal thing ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lobbying is absolutely evil. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. And then they're also, because, you know, I'm in healthcare and I'm on a clinical side, when we tell an insurance company that a patient needs a drug they come back and they say no no we're not gonna let you prescribe that and it's like are you the fucking doctor exactly or no you have to start with the generic well the generic makes them have anxiety attacks well they still at least need to try it well like in you yeah in our world there are no generics for some of the medication that we need to give our patients literally because they have patented and like they will not allow generics to be made of some of these eye drops and these drugs. The companies won't. So you have to do all these prior authorizations where we have to prove to them that they've tried this and this and it won't work. And then they could still deny it. And so the patient can't get coverage and like, but there are no generics that exist and it's $300 a month for a fucking eye drop. Like, right. That's another thing that's fucking terrible that, you know, like everybody talking about how expensive insulin it is, or the fact that once again, you can buy stock in Pfizer and Moderna right now. And there are people in the stock market arena that talk about how you should be prepared because of this new strain coming out and you should buy more stock in Moderna. That's disgusting. That is fucking disgusting. And we're still not getting it to underdeveloped countries either. The vaccine. Well, why would we? They're poor and most often of color. Let's just kill them off. Right. Exactly. Which is also where like, like I guarantee you we're going to start getting variants out of some of these like unvaccinated countries. Correct. Like, like I'm I don't I don't know how Ebola started, but like that's why some of these most dangerous things are in these poor, poor countries. 
there's just no healthcare infrastructure. Correct. And our healthcare infrastructure isn't that great either. <laughs> like, Correct. I've been watching a lot of this is trigger warning and even maybe trigger warning for you, Kristen. So oh God. I've been watching some gynecological videos recently about the origin of gynecology because it's fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Like just about how like horrible it is to women specifically about like, cause like I'm really, so I have this fear that I am going to get like cervical cancer or something just because I have a lot of women problems. And like, I'm just afraid that's going to be my path eventually. And it more than likely like that's not the case, but I don't know if any of y'all have ever seen a cervical biopsy. It's fucking no. terrifying. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> it's, I know, and I'm sorry. It's literally like a fucking, they, they take a piece of your cervix. And they don't, there's no numbing for anything that they do as far as gynecology goes. Like for If it was for a man, there would be. That's what I'm saying. And like. The the guy that invented modern gynecology went to school for like three months and then just started doing stuff on women. And like, we haven't really changed it that much. I hate this world. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I mean, the way uh, that we give IUDs to women with nothing and like, you know, some people are like, well, there's no way to like do it. Like, you know, give pain medication down there. Or, Figure it out. Figure it out. If it, Like you said, if this was a man... There's no way they would insert something into their body, like an IUD, that would cause that amount of pain. Yeah. I mean, even even fucking historical Neanderthal stuff. Women usually have better sense of smell, eyesight, and taste. And that is because women were the ones who went out to test the berries on plants so if it was poisonous she's gonna die right well whatever fuck her she's a woman so we evolved better things like that because we're constantly the guinea pigs and once again oh i want to play with girl parts i'm just gonna look at stuff for three months and then i'm gonna go touch them gross the best thing i can describe well, i guess i don't need to describe a cervical biopsy but it's oh, literally God. just like, like tweezer clampy thing that like clamps down and like rips a piece off oh my god and you're just like no medication no nothing like they're just like that's mine now and it's like and same thing like i was supposed to get an iud and i fucking backed out Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. i watched videos of like women recovering and i was like nope i'm not doing that absolutely not and i haven't been on birth control since like 2016 because i can't really do hormonal birth control because my pcos it's just not recommended for me at this time and my hormones and so the only option was an iud and i was like i'm not doing that nope yeah no i mean even we have a best friend who is now on her third child even after her i don't remember if it was after her second or her first but basically they tell you that after you've had a baby you know it's it's easier and doesn't really hurt she got one and told us oh yeah that motherfucker hurt after having a baby they lie mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yep yep they yep, constantly yep. lie to women yeah especially women of color because they've just told them for years that they don't feel pain in the same way that white women do so they so just fucked up yeah so like it's just like <sighs> and that's like a worldwide thing not just a united states thing but like let's just talk about for a minute talk about the united states one of my best friends texted me on the day of the oxford high school shooting 
Her cousin was there. A sophomore in high school was texting her while his school was getting shot up. And I've seen a lot of videos of parents responding to this, talking about how they have to talk to their children about shooters at their schools. And I was watching a British dad react to it, and he looked at his young daughter, elementary school aged, and said, are your friends talking about the shooting in America? And she said, yes. And he said, do you ever worry about getting shot at school? And she said, no. And he was talking about how heartbroken he would be and how horrific it is for the rest of the world, especially those with children, to watch us just be okay and complicit Uh with our children being massacred by other children at the place we send them to learn. Yep. And we won't do a goddamn thing about it because of the NRA and the right. We just, wow, that's sad. Let's move on. It's going to happen again in a little bit. Thoughts and prayers. Yep, exactly, which is the biggest fucking cop-out. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's why, like, I'm pregnant right now. I've said it a couple times. Like, I will be homeschooling for quite a while, and I will – I mean, I know social stuff is really needed, so they'll be in Parks and Rec and stuff, but no, I, I refuse to allow that. Once again, I didn't work so hard on creating this little human being to send it off where they're going to be quote-unquote safe for some kid who got pissed off over Thanksgiving break and comes in and shoots up the place. Which is sad. Like, and I'm not trying to make you feel any type of way, but like kids should be able to go and enjoy school, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Because there's so much that we get from that. Like, I'm not saying we have the best education system, but aside from what you learn, like there's just so much that you get and people you meet and things you're exposed to. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But, like, just in Fountain, Colorado, this month, there were two situations that were lockdown situations. Yes. And they had some kid brought a gun to school at a middle school and a high school, I think. And mm-hmm. that's not that far from here where I'm at. And, like, literally, I think, like, I mean, technically, I guess you could say it's not technically called Colorado Springs, but for all intents and purposes, it's Colorado it's, Springs. It's like where the we are. suburbs of Colorado exactly. Springs, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, I also was watching a teacher talk about it and she was crying because she's pregnant and she, they were in, they did a lockdown. It wasn't at Oxford, but they did a lockdown and she didn't know if it was a drill, a drill or if it was real. And she was prepared to go stand in front of the door for her students. And her students were like, we'll stand in front of it for you. You're pregnant. And she started crying and she said, I am prepared to give my life for you. And they were like, getting shot is not the worst way to go. We're okay with it. That's you have the a baby. Saddest. That is the saddest thing for they a teacher to have to middle think. Schoolers. And kids. And, and I've been hearing things also with this shooting about what kids, because I know that now they have like, active shooter drills like when I went to school I was in third grade when Columbine happened which basically started everything 
So we didn't really have to worry about it. The most we had was a thing called the green bag drill because our school colors are green and gold. And basically it was a ploy. You know, they were going to say it's a green bag drill and so-and-so needs to come down to the office to get the green bag. And then we were all going to close lock doors and turn the lights out. Like, that's it. That's all we were going to do. And then hearing what they have to do now, like throwing you know, tables up against doors and they're being taught that once they've done that, they have to grab something to possibly throw at the shooter and things like that. That's so sad. This should be a place of learning, not a place of fear like this. A place of death. And it's like, you never know. Like it it could be anywhere. It could be in any school. Like we even have things down to poor little elementary schools. And we also have people like Alex Jones at fucking InfoWars getting indicted for saying Sandy Hook was a hoax. Like when like you have those people doing that all the time. Babies died. Yeah. And so they're saying, oh, they're crisis actors. Like, oh, my fucking God. And another thing that happened at Oxford, which I think this is really scary because this video went viral. And this is I, I have a lot of fear that this is going to encourage other copycats to do very similar things. And the maybe fact the, that he dressed up. The, well, the kids won't be as smart. He knocked on the fucking door and he said sheriff's department. Yep. And the kids got up and they were like, it's the sheriff, it's the sheriff. And then he said the word bro. And one kid went like, he said, bro, thank fucking God. Thank fucking God. He fucked up. But yes, I agree. Now that he has done that. And now that people know that he did that, which is like, I'm thankful for social media on some things, but there's things like this where I really wish people didn't know because yes, you're right. Absolutely. Like that's going to be the next thing. At least at the same time, there there was a video that showed the kids go, oh, no, oh, no. And now everyone knows that was the shooter. So maybe next time kids will be like, nah, man, uh-uh. Like, like literally, the kids are going to be like, I literally can't open the door to anyone. You're going to have to come Period. Here. Like, you're, yeah. You're going to have to come here as my parent and tell me my social security number before I open that right, door. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yep. I need to see my birth certificate, my passport, my social security literally. number before I leave with you. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, because that, that was so close. They were about ready to go open that door before yes. he fucked up, and he said, bro. Yep. Yeah, and he still came in, and they f- had to fucking bail out the window. Yep. Like, these poor, poor kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, my friend's cousin, basically, she was like, were you scared? And he, his first initial answer to that was no. And then he backtracked and said, well, kind of. And I guarantee, and she was like, he wasn't scared. I was like, I guarantee you, it was just adrenaline absolutely he that was, was just getting through the moment yep i mean i i'm sure he was scared but it was like oh it's happening to me now you know like yeah and, and maybe in another country it would have been paralyzing fear but in this country it's like all right here we go you know what i mean yeah the closest thing i have ever had was i was in choir in high school and we went to a public school to go do this choir competition and while we were there they had a lockdown but i don't think it was like an active shooter or anything i think it was like kids beating each other up or something but still like it that was scary yeah we had a bomb threat and it was to the point where they were so concerned that they bust us to another school to get picked up so we had that one time, but it was probably just some stupid kid, you know. I don't fucking get it. I don't fucking get it. Like, I, Connor made a comment to me, and I understand this. I really do. Basically, like, if you get bullied through middle school, it's three years, you know, and, and you're still in that prime of life where you're sitting there going, it could be better. 
it could be better. By the time you get to high school and it keeps on happening, you're like, I'm fucking done and I'm going to take these bitches out along with myself. But I still don't understand why. Like, I know you're a teenager and I know emotions are so high, but things get so better after. And, you know, (laughs) I saw this one thing and it was like, you never see the fat people that get picked on. You never see the people of color that are marginalized by everyone else. You never see the women that are like beaten up in the bathroom and shit Mm -hmm. thrown at. It's always the fragile white kids, the fragile white boys that have a power complex. And obviously there are a few exceptions to that rule, but like, show me where, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, literally like 0.001%, you know? And so it's not even everyone that's bullied because you never see those like specific groups that like you see get bullied in movies Mm -hmm. do it. Exactly. It's these kids with these God complexes that do. Yes. And, you know, in this scenario that have parents that just allow it. Exactly. Fucking care. Yeah. Do they should have been fucking charged. I'm glad they were fucking charged. I'm so thankful. Like, I'm not saying parents should be charged in every case because I know there are like parents that literally have no idea what's going on, like, or that are doing their best. And like, I get it. The school brings you in, points it out, and and you still allow him to go back to class and then text him, don't do it. Don't do it. You fucking, oh my God. So she, so you knew, you knew he had the gun on him. You knew everything. Fuck you. Yeah. Those, I think there's four lives so far. Those are all in your hands now. I hope you go to prison forever. I just, you know, they're like, this has all been like a complainy fest and like I get that, but like, I don't know, I kind of see it as like, this is what's going on in the year. Yeah. Like, and there, I'm trying to like think of like the highlights and like the bright sides, but it's like really it's difficult. It's really dark lately. Yeah. Like, and there have been things like personally, sure. Yeah. The Animal Crossing update was great. Love that. Bought a new house. I'm pregnant. Oh. Yep. <gasps> I got married this year. Like, it's been a really good personal year. But looking at the future, it all still looks rather dark. Yeah. And and I know, like, I, you know, we go through, what, a pandemic every 100 years and we always get through it. You know, I understand that. But But we have, like, if you look, because I love history. I'm one of those, like, if you don't study history, you're doomed to repeat it type people. And if you look... it's very cyclical every about every 90 to 100 years we go through the same stuff and currently right now we are going through the influenza we are going the spanish flu we're going through the gilded age which what happened in the gilded age was everyone was really poor it was gilded because it looked shiny and pretty with all of the multi-billionaires of carnegie and rockefeller but most people were dirt poor and that's what's happening again we have very few elite people that have all the money Mm -hmm. and everyone else has very few and that's what we're going through again and you know there's going to be a lot of bad there's going to be a lot of bad that comes up and that's scary to think of because what else did we have after the gilded age oh we had world war one we had the the great depression we had the dust bowl and you know we have climate change and all of these things that are mirroring them so well that it's pretty scary to think of yeah i 
and the war thing is scary because like we got nukes you know what i mean like woo, do yeah. we have nukes but hopefully i, I think people don't understand that we are going to be germany this time like it's not going to be us going to another country to liberate people and feel good about ourselves again yeah i mean it's there's a and i've mentioned this before i think the british man that was talking to his daughter about like do you fear getting shot his whole account is called america is the bad place and he literally does all of this like look at the united states from an outsider's perspective about like what we do and what we're doing to our people and like all the comments are like i'm from the united states and like yeah it's really hard like it's well that saying like it's a third world country with a gucci belt and like it's really interesting Mm -hmm. to talk to people who aren't really political so i have a friend and she's been one of my best friends for a really really long time and I got to talk to her and we don't really ever talk politics we just are not those kinds of friends and it's not because we have differing views necessarily we just don't you know what I mean you just have Mm -hmm. those people in your life where you're just kind of happy-go-lucky and you'd like hang out and it's just all fun and it just never really gets brought up right well Mm -hmm. it got brought up and I was just kind of bitching about stuff and she listened and like a lot of things she agreed with me on and she was like I mean I think people just forget like we do have a lot of privilege here and you know I'd much rather be here than like so many places like where I wouldn't have rights like you know so many places in the Middle East and where I'd be having no health care and starving and then you know and I'm like I totally get that. But when you're removed from politics and you have the privilege to be removed from the movements and all the civil rights issues that we do have here, mm-hmm. again, because you're white and make really good money and you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. uh, relative, still middle class, but you know what I mean? Like have all of these things and have all your needs met. Like you forget or you don't see what we really are doing to our own people constantly yes i i mentioned that my husband makes good money but even making good money we are so close like we're what a couple paychecks away from being homeless like that's absolutely a possibility and everyone's like there are so many people that are like always teetering it's like you shouldn't have to live paycheck to paycheck you know what i mean and that's with him at a school district where he has a salary job and insurance this isn't even talking about people that have to work at McDonald's and Wendy's and Taco Bell just to make rent. Right. Exactly. And then overnights and like all these things. Yeah. So, you know, I get it. There are a lot of people that are like, but we're so, and like my mom's the same way. Like she's, you know, she's a boomer and I get it. And like, we're so privileged to live in the United States of America. And it's like, I understand to an extent what you're saying, but at the same time, when you look at most of Europe, you know, mm-hmm. look at all of the things that we don't have here that we we could be in a place where the work-life balance is like, how many, they get what, like fucking eight weeks of vacation or something like that or 12 or something and they get like a year of maternity and like these things are normal to live a life like worth living and like I'm not trying to sound depressing but like truly 
here it is work until you die. And most people can't even retire until they're in their seventies. Now I literally talked to a woman who begged me not to charge her $50 because she makes $640 a month on social security to live off of. Yep. And we could fix all of those things, all of those things with government money, which by the way, is our money. That is our money. That is our tax dollars that they take and give to the military over and over and over and over and over again. We have the largest military by far leaps and bounds than anybody else. We don't need more. And yeah, and it's like, for what? You know what I mean? Like, And all of those people in the military, even their kids now, this one, this one pisses me the fuck off. If you are going to protect and serve, that's fine. I get paying for your schooling. We now allow the students of military people their college is free yeah that's wrong you should if you're going to be able to do that for them do it for all of them just do it for everyone exactly (laughs) if if we're to that point like i mean come on think of how big our military is anyway how many people are in the military that is a large portion of our country and then you're also paying for their kids to go to school for free then at this point just write it all off right exactly like like I mentioned this, I think last time it was somebody was like, think about how much we spend on the military. Like the, a number that you could barely even fathom. Still not enough. Still not enough. I mean, we just approved even more money to them now. I was think it was like $758 billion or something. On top of what they already get on top of what they already make on top of their, they got a bonus this year of actually not even this year. It's every few months. We give them bonuses. That like and like what our infantrymen get who are actually on the front lines going in is and nothing. civilians, by It's the way, really fucked up. Like $35,000 a year. Yeah, it, it's nothing. And, you know, they can't afford to pay for their wife and kids to go to the fucking doctor. And, you know, they're having to go down to a laundromat with coins because they can't afford a washer and dryer. They're in shitty apartments because they can't fucking afford it. But the generals, Eric's. the 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 people at the Pentagon are making bank. It's oh, down yeah. to everything, every yeah. all the higher ups of you know Amazon, everything. Pentagon, everything. They're making it, but the low guys, no. Yep. Yep. Like it, and you don't need like you could obviously have a military and fund a military, but every other country that ours are that are our allies have militaries. And they're fine, you know, like. Yes. And let me also repeat that we just ended our quote unquote war. And yet we just gave them more money. Right. Ended like publicly or like, you know what I mean? Like, what did we actually yeah. do? You know, like we don't, we don't know. Yeah. It's, it's just like, it's hard because like, Obviously, you want to see your country do better, but then there's, like, a huge part of you that just is, like, I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. I want to live a life where I get to go experience things, and I get to go on vacation, and I get to work four days a week and have three off with my family. And if I want to have a kid, then I get to take time off, and, like, I can actually live a life that's not just a grind. Absolutely. And that's why people are choosing more and more to just do smaller jobs that can just get them by instead of looking for that American dream, which I also talked about with Connor today because the American dream is dead. Like he and I literally 
tried to live the American dream. We came up with single parents and came from nothing. We came from food stamps and everything. And we're looking at basically staying there. That's cool. That's fun. I'm glad that worked out for us. Well, the system is designed to keep you down. Like poverty is designed to keep you in poverty. That's what it's, that's what it's for. Like that's why, that's why it's designed to keep you down. Medical bills are designed to keep you down. College debt is designed to keep you down. Interest is designed to keep you down. Overdraft fees are designed to keep you poor. That's the point. You're not supposed to get ahead. Yeah. But the whole mantra is if you work hard enough, you'll make it. That's bullshit. If you're lucky, if you hit at the right time, you'll mm-hmm. make it. Because, and I'm, I'm not trying to be a downer on, our, on ourselves, but our horror movie podcast, we have never missed a single upload. And we've been coasting for three years, which is fine. We do it because we like it. But yeah. we were so convinced if we were consistent, we were going to take off and start making money. And it, it just didn't happen. And that's okay. Like, we're yeah. going to continue. But it, it's not because we didn't work hard, because we work our fucking asses off. Exactly. We work harder. Exactly. Then, then so many of the major podcasts and so many podcasts we see that, that are, are competitors, quote unquote, that are smaller podcasts, but they're getting bigger than us. And they're like, I'm not trying to be mean, but like, like, you know, they don't, (laughs) they're they're inconsistent and they don't upload that much and they don't edit. And like, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, what are we, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, you, you have to be fucking lucky. You have to hit at the right time and you have to hit the right algorithm and you have to hit the right people and you have to know the right people. And it's just, exactly. It's just, it's just what it is, you know? Sadly, that is what the American dream has come down to. You, you got to know the right people at the right time. Or you have to get a small loan of a million dollars from your father. <laughs> or from the government. Or <laughs> hang out in your family's fucking garage. Or, oh, Elon Musk's daddy owns a fucking diamond mine. So literally blood diamonds. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I mean, everybody's looking for that next get-rich-quick scheme, but they don't realize that somebody already probably has a chokehold on it. You know what I mean? I mean, the 80s kind of took all of the actual get-rich and their whole right. mom. And the boomers they won't, won't let die. go. <laughs> they won't die. They will not let go. No. And they wonder, why can't you guys do it? Well, because you're still holding on to that job that pays really well that I would love to do, but see, you won't quit. You, you won't, won't retire. retire. <laughs> yeah. And then they do retire and they don't know what to do with their fucking time. Like so many boomers and like silent generation or whatever, they retire and they are so unhappy because they've put their entire self-worth into their careers. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be that. Like we had a doctor that retired and he's like, I fucking hate it. Like, I don't know what to do. I'm a sad sack of shit. Like, because you put your entire worth into money. Yep. Absolutely. No, I don't want that. I want to put my worth into my family and my free time. I want to be excited to lay on the couch and read a book. Literally, like I have long weekends, like when we had four days off for Thanksgiving or like when I had like on my vacation in August when I was gone from work for like eight days, I didn't do anything. I went to a friend's house and we had no plans and I just like slept until noon and like read books and like watched movies. I was so happy. I didn't Mm -hmm. go anywhere special. I didn't do anything crazy. I didn't sightsee. I didn't like, you know what I mean? And I just existed without pressure and without people like asking me for things and without like 
just the need to produce and like I was so happy and then I go back to work and I'm so sad (laughs) you know like yeah that actually makes me think Connor's on Reddit all the time and he saw a thing on Reddit recently and was talking about how the British I think it was the British that went over to Hawaii for the first time and saw Hawaiians for the first time thought that they were the laziest people ever because they just surfed all day what they didn't see is that they got up at like the crack of dawn and planted and sowed and did everything that they needed to do as quickly and as efficiently as possible. And then they played the rest of the day, which is how it's supposed to be. Like, especially mm-hmm. you godly people, do you really think that he put us down here to work 90 hours a week? Or even 40? <laughs> yeah. Do you really think that that's what life is? Because that's really sad. If anything, that sounds a lot like what purgatory or hell would be to me. Yeah, like, I'm not saying that I'm just, like, miserable all the time, but it's just, like, my alarm, it's so funny. Like, my alarm, when I go off, the other day, my husband was like, what does that say? And my alarm literally says, it's time to wake up and sell your soul to capitalism yet again. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, that's exactly it. We only get, what, 80-some years here, if we're lucky. Right. And you're really going to work for 60 of it? probably 70 now 75 even there are people that are still working yeah and there's lots of people that as as generations are able to live longer and longer they want them to work longer and longer and i'm like no because they're not giving them their benefits yeah that's sad at some point you should be able to retire and just hang out be happy i mean you don't get medicare here until 65 like that's just a keeps long going time to work. I feel like, you know, 60 maybe, but like 60. And I know that's not that old, but like that's a long time to when you start working at 16 and then you're working until mm-hmm. you're 65. Like I don't want to start living life at 65 when I, no offense, but I'm already getting aches and pains and it takes me a long time to recover from working out. So when I'm in my yeah. 60s, like, come on. Literally, like I feel you. I'm at 30, and I feel like okay. Now I understand why Neanderthal man died at 30. Like I can't do <laughs> anything right now. But yeah, like I'm already feeling that at this age. I can't imagine how uncomfortable, and I don't want to do anything at 65. I am. No why? No wonder why people retire and they die. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I keep looking for, and a lot of people in the United States, the reason that I mentioned earlier, the reason that we try to turn our hobbies into hustles is to get out of that system. Yeah, that's where I am right now. I want out of that system. And uh, currently I found a job where I can, you know, pick and choose when I want to work, which is amazing. It's awesome. Yeah. So Like, it's sad that sometimes we have to turn the things we love into money, but it's the only way to sometimes, like, try to claw our way out of those, like, eight to five where your time off is mandated. And that's also why people, and this is a whole different rant that I'm not really going to get into right now, but that's another reason why people fall for so many scams and, like, MLMs and stuff. Mm -hmm. You know? Yes. Because they promise something that doesn't exist for that. Yeah. And fucking down to even fucking daylight savings time. Oh, my God. That's literally just a ploy to get more working hours out of people. And that's just so sad. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine the depression just from that evil fucking technique that we do? Because you literally go to work and it's dark and you come home and it's dark. You never see the fucking sun. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's the worst. And like – my seasonal issues are with summer, but not because of the daylight. It's because of the, the 
temperature and the weather. But I would mm-hmm. love more daylight longer in the fall. Yes. Like I hate leaving at, you know, you're only leaving at five o'clock, but now it looks like it's yeah. 10 o'clock and it's snowing. Especially fucking here in Colorado because the sun sets behind the mountains. And so by the time it's four, it's already, it's already gone. Yep. Like it sucks. Yeah. I, you know, like, and it's, we haven't even talked about like, we're like, what, an hour in? We haven't even really talked about like the, I was listening to a YouTuber today and he was talking about, y'all know who Caitlin Bennett is? Because, no. listen, Caitlin Bennett is gun girl. Caitlin Bennett is, she goes around to college campuses trying to stir up fucking, she's a major, major conservative. She, has a website called Liberty Hangout TV. She is basically just like an inflammatory right wing girl that's like our age, maybe okay. a little younger. She did this whole thing recently where she was like, I was an atheist until recently. Fucking bullshit. She was not. She made right wing propaganda and now she's making Christian propaganda. And I was just talking to somebody today about like, like hell indoctrination and stuff and we're like i'm not really going to get into like a ton of religion right now but what i am going to like what i was just going to mention is it still pertains to our country because that's i guess that's what this episode is now but the far right religion extremism and it, it's like not even far right anymore that's just the right mm-hmm. yep absolutely it's just their propaganda it's their, their stand yep mm-hmm. like and we've mentioned this before but like other countries look at our right and it is extreme like even our moderate right is extreme yes and it's down to the smallest things now where we're so divided where you can look at the back of someone's car and see that little flag with a blue stripe through it and go Mm-mm, i'm backing off i'm not talking to you you're fucking crazy Mm-hmm. yep like or you i can't can, even look at the american flag anymore can't that i have seen things about that where it's like really sad that are like if somebody's waving the american flag you're like oh you're a fascist you know like yeah literally and i did see somebody like saying that like i'm trying to take the american flag back because while it does have flaws like i love my country and i want it to be better you know and like i that's I get that, but then also I assume that somebody's like, I'm a patriot, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, literally. It's sad. I it's really sad. In my town that I live in now, I drive past this house on my way to, like, the grocery store, and it's got a big fucking, let's go Brandon on the side, and it's oh like, all right. Oh, my God. Literally huge. Just the side it. of the house. It's a fuck over. Just say, fuck you, Biden. Yeah. Grow just, up. <laughs> yes, it's not exactly. as funny as you think it is. Jesus, we fuck. don't care. Like, yeah. I kind of care that your house is like fading paint, but you had time and money to do that. That that makes me kind of sad for your house, but yeah, it's it's so. Like I said, it's so mean and hateful on both sides. Like we are so angry at each other. When is civil war coming? Because I can feel it. It's really interesting like that you say that because i was looking at something on the so el paso county is the county that we live in and we're just talking about like we were talking about like you know being split i shared something the other day that they got so much heat for because they shared a picture of a santa claus impersonator like you know the people that like you know go around to malls (laughs) and stuff 
getting a handgun permit and they were like even santa is strapped for the season and i was like that is fucking disgusting El Paso why County does that make that. you proud why does that make you proud i don't get it mm-hmm. i saw one of those nativity things like just the cutout set up for christmas and one of the cutouts was a guy like kneeling in front of baby jesus with a fucking rifle I don't, are you kidding me i don't get the disconnect i don't get it you realize that this is all against what your lord and savior jesus would want right oh yeah he would be so ashamed of this entire yeah. operation <laughs> yes. this entire country he would want absolutely no part of yeah god ew that is so gross uh-huh yep yep and people with like you know, we're going to fuck Biden and him behind bars, literally on their trucks. You had nothing better to do with the amount of money that that cost you to get that wrapped on your fucking yee-yee? Really? Your fucking yee No, they didn't. Clearly. Clearly. And they always think that it's one-upping the liberals, and it really isn't. Because we don't give a fuck. We don't even like him. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Like, I'm... We good, man. I'm upset with Biden because he is going to, like, he is wasting his one term and he's not going to get another one. No, because he's not doing fucking anything. Exactly. People are too fucking in love with Trump and he's not winning any hearts and minds on his end. So he's only going to get one term and then we're going back to the bullshit. So that's fun. Glad we wasted. Yeah. Yeah. Super worth it, right? Oh, yeah. It's just like. We're going to, and and that's like, I, I hope like that American get, get their shit together. And it's really hard because like, part of me is like, I would like to move to Europe. I would like mm-hmm. to be in Sweden. I would like to be in Germany. I would like to be in Italy. I would like to be somewhere else. Like, I don't give a fuck. If you drop me in one of those EU countries, I'd be happy. Cause at least my life work life balance will be better. My house will be smaller. My life <laughs> will be better. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't give a fuck. But at the same time, it's like hard to want to turn your back on issues like Black Lives Matter and Mm -hmm. universal health care and like leaving behind people that don't have the means. I'm not even saying I have the means, but like have the means and privilege to leave still fighting those battles. Like I want to be part of those battles and change it. But at the same time, like I only have one life and I want to get the fuck out, (laughs) you know? Right. God, it's so hard. And like, also like, do you really want to leave your friends and family behind? Like also no, but like, I, I know that I'm not ever really going to get out of probably even the job that I'm not saying like, I'll be in this specific job forever, but like in the like nine to five or eight, eight Mm -hmm. to five, actually, I don't even work nine to five, I work eight to five, you know? And like be able to like, I'll only ever get like, you know, my husband gets like five weeks PTO. I get two, no matter how long I'm at my company. Like, and I, it's just like, I want to go somewhere where I just automatically get that no matter how long I've been at a company or whatever, you know? Yeah. And it could be here if we'd actually work for it. But instead, we'd rather have, we'd rather placate the boomers. Well, we didn't get it. So you yeah. can't. Well, and it's like... Maybe eventually things will change, but at that point I'll be like 40 something or 50 something. Mm-hmm. And like, I want to live now while I'm young. God, you know, exactly. You don't want to, like, I saw yet another thing on Instagram and it was basically, you know, the sad thing about America is, you know, 
the granddaughters of the grand or the grandmother's granddaughters are constantly fighting for the same thing. So it's like once again, every hundred years, we constantly have to fight for women's suffrage. Or well, we're about to know. overturn Roe versus Wade. We're gonna have to yeah. fight for abortion again. Yep. Yep. That's fucking terrifying. That's enough reason to leave the country right fucking there. Is mm-hmm. Roe versus Wade? Yep. Handmaid's Tale is coming. That's fucking Stone Age bullshit. Yep. I think um, my husband also has made a comment about Texas because I told him he's like, it's really sad that he is now starting to hate boomers like he literally is and i'm like yeah that's sad i was like the one thing that i'm hating is texas i'm literally starting to hate everything about texas i see a texas license plate and i'm like fuck you you're a fucking idiot and he's like yeah that's i think that that's exactly their plan because they can't secede they want us to kick them out which is sad because like i'm from texas and Mm -hmm. i there are so many good people that mm-hmm. are trying to change Texas. Like mm-hmm. when you we saw the election in Texas, like how close was that blue? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was right the fuck there. But fucking Greg Abbott yep. and Ted it Cruz. Just dumpster fire. And they're just gonna spread it to everyone. Exactly. Like there are so many people pushing for change there. They are rallying, they are marching, they are doing so much. And it's just so sad. And it also like it's hard because it's, it's the same thing. Like, I don't want to leave the United States because I don't want to turn my back on all the important issues. Same thing with Texas. Like, there are so many women that need abortions and health care. Like, it's hard. Like, we don't want to turn our backs on them, you know? Like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I have friends there that would have to call me if they needed an abortion, you know? Yeah. Obviously, I would do it. Like, yep, let's all meet you halfway or whatever we need to do to get you here. Like, this is a safe house, of course, but it's like, that's, it's about to be the entire fucking country. Yep. That's terrifying. Absolutely. I'm going to be totally real with you and you all can come for me. I know that this audience probably wouldn't, but if I found out I was pregnant right now, big conversation with me and my husband would be abortion. Huge. It may not end there, but it would be a big consideration. And not even because I'm not in a financial position to have it, just because I don't fucking want to. I Which is will, a valid reason. I will be completely honest with all of you. Um, Connor and I had that conversation. Yeah. Like, I have always wanted kids. I'm married. We just bought this new home. But it was also super bad timing. We weren't, like, ready. Maybe in a couple months it would have been much better. Yeah. But it was it was a conversation. Yeah. And a perfectly valid conversation. You don't have to. Yeah. And it could be a financial. It could be timing. It could be with the mm-hmm. wrong partner. It could be assault. It could just be, I don't fucking want it. Exactly. Oh, fucking well. Get over it. Cry about it. I'm not going to listen to it, but you can cry to somebody else about it. Those are all valid reasons. Mm-hmm. And just because it's against your religion does not mean it is fair to put it on everyone else. Well, they don't have a problem with IVF and all those fertilized embryos that they kill. I mean, Jewish people don't eat pork. That doesn't mean they outlaw it. Right. Pick a fucking lane. Uh Uh-huh. That's my biggest problem with the whole pro-life thing is because they pick and choose. It's no to abortion, but yes to IVF. That doesn't make any sense because it's... (sighs) Outlaw IVF then. Fuck all Mm -hmm. those people that can't get pregnant. And mm-hmm. I don't mean that, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, no, I totally literally get you. the same thing. Like, 
I just, just, <laughs> we're, we're going so far backwards and that's yeah, the shit that's that makes so me want to, want to go like, bye. Yeah. It, this is, you know, technology is moving us forward so quickly and instead we're taking steps back because the boomers and the Christians want to own their country, quote unquote, which has never been their country. So also that's fun. I may be mistaken, but isn't the United States one of the only places where if you move to another country, you have to forfeit your citizenship? Yes. That's fucking narcissism. I actually don't know if it's the only one. I do know that I had a cousin who was born in one of (laughs) (laughs) I, I had a cousin who was born in Germany and she had to forfeit her German citizenship. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you can have dual citizenship, though. But I think America has a problem with that, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. They definitely do. Fuck that. At the same time, though, I'd be like, hmm, you can take it. I don't want it. Right. I'm downloading Duolingo. Like, I'm going to learn all these languages <laughs> and pick one. Like, where am I going? You know? But also, not a lot of places let in my dog breed. So Yeah, that's how I am with my cats. Like, I sadly can't go anywhere. I have five cats. Like, I'm not. Mm-mm. Especially because you hear these terrible things about babies dying on planes, just being shoved up in little storage areas and suffocating. Nope, not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to figure out somewhere that took pit bulls. Sweden does, but then, you know, tundra. So. <laughs> but... And then you have Izzy, who can't breathe, trying to fly her across the My world. Pug. Yeah, that's true. Another thing, this is shitty. I just thought about this because we're talking about other countries. And then I have almost run out of things to complain about. <laughs> I was on Facebook the other day, which was, was always a mistake, but I just yeah. be scrolling, you know. I be scrolling. Facebook's the most evil of all of them. One of my dumbass people that I went to co- or high school with, she posted, do you have to be vaccinated to go to Mexico? Everyone was like, no, not Mexico. You can go. You don't need it. Blah, blah, blah. Because they all decided that they wanted to go somewhere they didn't have to be vaccinated. Mexico thrives a lot on their big cities on American tourism. And they don't want American tourism to be American tourists to be turned off. So they're not requiring vaccination in a lot of places, apparently, or even into the country because they want American money, which is fair to their economy. And so thus foregoing vaccination requirements. There are a lot of places in especially Europe where you have to be vaccinated. Americans just can't get in if they're not vaccinated. So these fucking privileged ass white people in this case, white people, but you know, we all know that mentality. (laughs) are taking their unvaccinated asses off of planes where they could very likely get COVID and taking it into these Mexican cities where they can easily spread it into poor disenfranchised places. And that just made me really But they're angry. Mexicans. That just made me really fucking angry. Yeah, it's bullshit. I was like... You're, and I have another family member who is doing that. She bought a fucking house to colonize in uh, the fucking Caribbean. Mm -hmm. And they're about to start requiring vaccines. And she called it oppression. Oh, my fucking God. 
Y'all want to be oppressed so fucking bad. Yeah, that'll lead us into next week, too. <laughs> it, it's, it's the, like... It's not oppression. It's them protecting their country because we keep bringing in... This is literally colonization. We keep bringing in disease to these countries. So... 2022, you know, like, I'm just going to keep living my, living my life, I guess. Like, I'm not doing shit anyways. I think I'm going to start writing a lot. Maybe my ticket out of this will be writing a novel. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't really have a super great idea yet, but I've been, like, thinking about writing a book since I was a child. So... I seriously think that that's going to be the best thing about COVID and the pandemic and the shutdown and everything. Like we're going to get such great art out of this and a lot of it's going to take a little bit because it takes a little bit to get published or movies to actually be made and things like that. But here in a couple of years, we're going to have some great, we're going to have a renaissance. I have seen that though. The COVID renaissance. I've seen people talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to happen. There's a positive. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. Everybody was stuck at home, just having nothing to do, but be creative. Right. So, you know, maybe I can just publish something and then start making royalties on that. And maybe I can quit my job and yeah. do shit and make money <laughs> on a book or two, you know, or a series or something. But it's hard because, like, you get all these ideas and, like, storyboarding and then, like, it just spirals out of control and you don't know where to go. And you're like, well, I'm scrapping all of that now. I'm overwhelmed. Yes. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, ugh, maybe I'll write a nonfiction about my fucking trauma. Who knows? Maybe we'll <laughs> go there. But, you know, we'll see. I will, you know, keep doing podcast stuff. But, you know, with baby, we'll kind of see what the schedule looks like. I'm not going to commit to anything because I just want you to live your best life with a child. Same. I'm already sitting here going, I don't know how this is going to work out. (laughs) (laughs) That's totally fair. You know, maybe like, I mean, twice a month isn't too bad, but that other one, we. Yeah, we're going to have to cut that one down probably. That's fine with me, baby. You just let me know. We can (laughs) talk about that on the side. But we really hope that this bitch fest didn't bring you down too much. I mean, like, look, we're all in this together in the end. And if you're listening to this, you probably think the same things that we do. And, hey, keep fighting the good fight, I guess. I mean, like, I know it's exhausting, but life is not pointless. I know that I was a lot of doom and gloom. (laughs) I just got all up in my feelings with the vodka last night, and I was like, what the fuck is the point of all you're going to do is work and die? There's a lot of good things in between. I have a lot of fun with my husband. I have a lot of fun with you. I have a lot of fun with my friends, you know. I get to go on trips every now and then, you know, (laughs) once every five years, you know, and those are fun. So, you know, there's a lot of joy and a lot of good things. It's just... I, I want change so badly for and it's hard because like I say future generations but I don't I want it for me you yeah. know what I mean like so, I feel uh, you I want it for me right now so you know I feel you but, but that's you know the selfishness that sometimes we got to put aside and people struggle exactly yeah so here's looking to 2022 hopefully we'll get less COVID variants and more vaccination (laughs) rates which I actually read that the United States is actually doing better than the media portrays in vaccination rates so if you want some good news there it is we're actually that's good I believe a scientist somebody I was listening to even said like close to the 70 percent rate ish or in the 70s which is you won't see that in the media because they just like doing the divisiveness and they also the only ones you see posts on social media are the anti-vaxxers because the people that are vaccinated are like, Oh my God, shut up. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, plus if they want you to get vaccinated, they don't want to say that we're reaching, you know, 
we're close-ish to herd immunity because then people will be like, oh, well, then I don't have to get it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Plus, it matters to get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, you don't want to fucking die. Right. So. <laughs> right. But we hope you have a great rest of your month. We'll see you one more time before the end of the year. But we just wanted to do this wrap up first because our next one is going to be a Christmas episode. So <laughs> we will see you again on Christmas. Until then. Bye. bye.